your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, as many of you may be aware, Limerick woman Sinead O'Byrne Bryn was on our screens on First Dates Ireland on RTE very recently. Here's a quick clip of how the date went. How come you didn't get into the hurling in Limerick? I love when they win, and I know they won four in a row. I know that because I see signs everywhere, but I don't understand the game. I've never tried to learn. There's not a whole lot to it, really. There probably isn't, but I suppose I just don't. My interests are elsewhere. So you'd be into sport? I always was, yeah. My thing would be got to go for walk, like hikes or walks yeah. or runs, yeah. and I do six, seven miles most days. Yeah. Kind of it keeps me sane. Yeah. Do I hear yoga, I suppose? Mm. I think I will talk non-stop. I chat to absolutely anyone or anything. I mean, animals I have full-blown conversations with all the time. I'll talk to anything. I teach in men's sheds. Oh, really? So oh, we have great crack with them. They're lovely. Mm. They're lovely. And I teach in the women's shed as well. There is a women's shed as well? And I'm one of the founders of it. So, as I say, many of you may have seen that, uh, still available on the RT player, First Dates Ireland. And Sinead, you're welcome back because indeed you have talked to us on the show about the women's sheds in the past. Great to see you. Thank you, Joe. Great to see you too. So, what prompted you to have a go at First Dates Ireland? Okay, so I am single. So that was the first prompt. Uh, I never actually submitted the application form, which is very interesting. So I have, am I allowed to say Ray Darcy on this? Of course you are, absolutely. <laughs> so we Ray, know who he is. Okay, just a small little producer, yeah. Uh, so he came to the Women's Shed in June last year. Yes, that's and right. And he did yeah. the whole show from Limerick with over 500 people. So while he was there, one of our members had applied to First Dates and that was a lot of the interviewing going on at the programme. And afterwards, one of the committee members, Emer Scully, sent me the application form missing, saying, would I complete it? So I had to look at it and jokingly saying, if she would, I would. And I had filled in one or two questions. And when my daughter came in from London, she uploaded some photos of me because she's mad for me to go on this programme. And then uh, I hadn't submitted the form, but they rung me the following morning after Casey put up the photos and said they loved what they'd seen, they'd heard me on the Ray Darcy and they wanted me to come on the show. So, so that's how it came so about. So it just shows, and this won't come as any surprise because First Dates have been running for a few years now, that they are quite active when they see someone they think might fit for the yeah, show. Yeah, so they might have someone in mind. They might have had someone else and thought I would have been a match for that person. So what was the process like then uh, before you got to well, the piece that we saw on TV? Okay, so after the first phone call asking if they could submit an application form for me, I had a phone call for an hour with the producer the following morning and it was just like a chat like we were having now. Uh, so there was no stopping me talking, there was no stopping her talking and we got on brilliant. So she told me they already had someone in mind and within two weeks they asked me to come up for a pre-date. So the pre-date would be you behind the scenes with one person from the production asking you lots of questions just to delve into oh, your personality. Oh, we see that they dip in and out of during exactly. the show. Is so you that see how the different outfits. I yeah. didn't know any of that before, but now I know. Yeah. yeah, so they would have done all of that. And my daughter Casey came with me, so she's really supportive and really wanted me to do this. What sort of questions do they ask? Some of which we see, some of which we don't. And, and how did you feel about that pre-date experience? Okay, so they asked lots of questions, but they were very good in not probing too far. They know if you don't want to answer something and they'll actually say, if you're not comfortable, just say it. And they won't ask it anymore and they won't probe into it. So I found that very relaxing. So really the whole thing was about me as a person. And you know, because I've been in here and I've been involved in lots of things around Limerick, a lot of people know lots about me anyway. So it was very very refreshing to be able to talk again 
and enjoying the banter. So I did enjoy that. And in your head, were you going into it for the crack? Were you going into it with any notion that a date might work out? I was going into it, quite honestly, thinking I was going to meet the one. Were you? I really was, yeah, because I trusted their process because they're really fussy. They vet everyone. So again, it was going to be someone legit rather than dating apps, if you like. And I, I always had that little thing in my belly thinking there is that person out there. I just haven't met that person yet. Sinead, that really surprises me because normally when you talk to people about something like first dates, and we've had a chat with lots of them over the years, they their first instinct is to say, look, I'm going along for the fun and sure, we'll see. But in your case, no, it felt deeper than that. Well, I did do it for the fun because yeah, yeah. you know me. Yeah, I, yeah. It's, it's my personality and I would put myself out there and do anything like that. But I just felt from talking with them and they knew lots about me uh, that they were really going to match me with someone that was going to be absolutely perfect. So I was excited because I don't think I have had met that one yet in my life. Okay. So then, the moment when you met that person, and then how the date uh, went, because of course, again, it goes on for a long time and we only see bits of it. Isn't that right in the finished yeah. show? Yeah, so the whole date is an hour and a half. And initially, I was the first person to be at the bar waiting for him to come in. So they decide which one is going to be in the restaurant waiting. So I saw him come on past the glass. And initially, I thought, no, not for me, because he wouldn't be my usual type. But then I had a bit of a conversation with myself by the time he got to the bar where I was waiting. And what's saying, your usual type? Well, it's, it hasn't worked out. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, you know, it's it's not the right for me. I know the the person I normally look at is not the person I should be with. So Good, put, it, put it that way. Go, yeah. go on, explain but that. I, oh, it's very detailed altogether. We'd want longer than your show this morning. Well, give me a sense it. of it. Um, oh, gosh, I had, I don't know even how to describe the person. But I, I know what I like, but I know that person is not right for me. Put right. it that That's way. interesting, yeah. Sinead. Yeah. Um, I, I, so th- this, the, the person that you went on the date with was, I think, 63-year-old retired guard, Michael from Wicklow. Yes. So initially, I didn't see an attraction when I saw him, uh, appearance-wise. But I felt by the time he got to the bar, I thought, OK, uh, really look into the personality and see if there's something there that had connected us for a reason. And I really felt the banter was really good. So he was well able to match my energy, I felt. Uh, we talked nonstop for the hour and a half. We didn't have a minute's silence and we were able to slag each other nonstop. It was good fun. Okay. Is he originally from Wicklow? He's originally from Enniscorty, but he lived in Wicklow, I think, for a while. Right. Because hurling was a big thing for him. It was a huge thing and unfortunately it wasn't a huge thing for me. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that being a Liberty well, person? Well, you are, of course. Yeah, yeah, I love them winning, but I just, I've never grown up, gone to the games or hang around with people that are involved in it. So I don't understand the game. I just love when they win. Okay. But as the chat was going, mm-hmm. were you thinking, okay, you said you were trusting the first date's process. Mm-hmm. This seems to be working. Oh yeah, the, the crack was brilliant. Yeah. There was no, non-stop. But then it's like we're talking away here at non-stop. If you took you out of the chair, I'd probably keep talking. <laughs> I talk anyway, you know. It doesn't matter who's sitting opposite oh, me. <laughs> believe me, you're the ideal guest on a talk show. <laughs> if that's the case. Uh, right, but, but I mean, did you sense a spark though? I didn't know was it was a spark. I just knew I was getting on really well with them. There was certain things that we would have had in common, you know, as in the family backgrounds that we had were quite similar and things like like that and sometimes because I'm such a talker and I'm involved in so many things sometimes 
a person could find that quite intimidating on a date to keep up with the speed of chat sure. coming out of me. But he seemed to have been well able for that. Right. Uh, and where was he on yoga, which is a big part of your life? I don't think he had ever done a yoga. <laughs> he didn't look like it with his posture anyway. But it's your interest and passion. And we heard him say in the clip there, oh, I like my hill walking. It's a bit like your yoga. Mm-hmm. And then he got kind of round to the hurling and, you know, like, it's, 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 I love when he said at one stage, well, it's, it's fair, it's fair, there's not much to it, it's fairly simple. I think hurling is one of the most technical games in the world, to be honest with you. <laughs> I have to take your word for that. <laughs> well, I was teaching in the men's show on Tuesday since the first date and they all came to the, we had a screening up in Collins's on Thursday night, so 60 people turned up and the men's shed, because I teach there, had come to support as well as the women's shed and yoga clients and family and friends. And when I went into the men's shed on Tuesday morning, they said they were going to teach me one thing every Tuesday about GAA. <laughs> so I'm going to start learning a crash course. So you watched it with a big crowd? I, yeah, 60 people turned up. Oh, so what was that like? It was amazing. I didn't uh, have an idea of how I wanted to watch the viewing. The person I'd love to have watched it with was my daughter, but she lives in London and she'd just come back over after the Christmas. So Emer, who's involved in the Women's Shed with me and organises lots of events for us, asked she, could she organise an event? So luckily Collins has put it on the big screen. They had complimentary finger food and over 60 people turned up. And that was brilliant because the minute I arrived in, I hadn't a clue if anyone was going to turn up. And there was all these familiar faces rooting for you and supporting you. And we had such fun up there together. Lots of people will know how it turned out. But for those who didn't see it, what happened at the point that you guys sat down and you were both asked, well... I got shot down. (laughs) Because you said what? uh, So initially what happens is they take you into separate rooms after the date and each person says what they think. So I had said that I felt we did get on and I would have met him again to see was there something. And then when we sat down together, I said he goes first to decide. And he said no, because I hadn't the interest in GAA. That was the, the that reason. Was the that was the reason, unfortunately. So that's why the men's here to give me a crash course and learning about GAA very quickly. Yeah. Uh, so I did say, if I'm being very honest, I would have met him again. That's what but, I told him. It was interesting because a lot of the social media reaction was very pro you. Yeah. And a lot of them saying, uh, Michael, you missed a trick here. I mean, you know, can you not go to your GA uh, while Janae's doing her yoga and you can meet in, yeah. uh, in the things that you're both mutually interested in? And I would have thought that would be normal. I yes. think in most relationships, everyone has their own interests and they can still come together. And that would probably keep it even better and more interesting, I yeah. would have thought. But look, he wasn't supposed to be for me. That person is still out there. The one is still there somewhere. So you, you're a believer in the what's for you won't pass you. I honestly do. And look, Looking at my past, looking at my grandparents and my parents, really happy marriages. And, you know, I know what it looks like. So to but have a good go marriage. back to Collins's and Dora Doyle then when they're all sitting around the 60 people watching this. Mm-hmm. Did they all know how it turned out or did you keep that to yourself? I kept it secret. So you're under contract. Firstly, right. when you sign up for first date, so there's things you can't say. Yes, you can't so say, people didn't even know I'd applied for right. ages. So at the point that you said, yeah, I'd be up for a second date. And he said, was he booed? And were they just hit the floor because from the minute the camera went on and I was on the entrance uh, video coming in it was me walking in they were all oh my god you looked amazing and they thought I was totally myself on the date when I was talking it was totally me and they loved watching the banter they thought I was well able for him and everything and then when he said uh, he wouldn't do a second date they just went you could hear a big gasp and the comments were hilarious afterwards out of all the people and like you say on social media it's hilarious. The clip that's up uh, has over 55,000 
news already. And the comments have been so supportive. I've done interviews with the Irish Independent. I did the Irish Mirror this morning. There's so many people interested in hearing my story, which is lovely. Now, sometimes, Sinead, they ask somebody back on First Dates Ireland. Would you go back? They already have. (laughs) They already have. So I said, if my soulmate applies... Let me know. So I got on really well with them. They are the nicest people in the world to work with. The whole production was fantastic. So I would trust them that if someone else came and they felt it was right for me, I might go up again. It's a hotel I stay in, the Gibson, for Mm. work from time to time. And and I'm always watching how (laughs) they reconstruct it because that's where it's it's shot for uh, first dates because it looks nothing like the Gibson Hotel that I'm aware of. Nothing wrong with the Gibson Hotel. It doesn't look the same. Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. And you are kept a total secret so when you arrive for your date you're not allowed to come out of the car park and enter the hotel you have to wait till someone chaperones you to a private part of the hotel and you're you're kept hidden they don't want anyone knowing you're a contestant okay and then in general you know you sounds to me like you're loving your life but you're still open to romance or you know you never know yeah i'm as you know i'm really busy i'm involved in absolutely everything Uh, but sometimes what i say is it would be nice to have someone to do nothing with if that makes sense. It so sometimes does. just to sit on the couch or go for a walk out and curry chase, you know, not a big bells and balloons around it, just having a nice chat and a laugh with someone who you really connect with. So I prefer to have no person than the wrong person in my life. I'm not in any hurry. And the women's shed still going from strength to strength? Amazing. 230 people. We had the Christmas party in the Clayton on the 6th. Uh, fabulous turnout. I had them all done rock the boat on the floor. We had a train <laughs> going through the hotel and I don't even drink. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, listen, you may find that when they call you back, you'll have gone, actually, I'm sorted now, or maybe you won't be, and you'll have a great time next time up. And you certainly embraced it, and fair play to you for uh, that. Um, and uh, Michael, well, look, I suppose Michael had to make his own choice in the end. You, yeah. you, you knew the story, didn't exactly. you? That's, that's, exactly. that's the way it goes. Well, listen, fab to have you back with us. Thanks very much for telling us the story. We'll keep a close eye on the next time you're possibly uh, on it. And people can still catch the episode, by the way, on the RT player. And as um, Sinead O'Byrne-Bryn said there, uh, some of the clips on social media as well. And we'll put up the video and we'll also pop up the podcast uh, of this chat. Thank you very much. Great to see you again. Thank you, Joe. Lovely seeing you. I hope you. you have a super 2024. Thank you very much. Many happy returns. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.